Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today's episode is about American Airlines, although we will wander away from that and we will deal with some matters related to it as well. American, in my opinion, is having a really tough time. It was founded in 1926. Guess who flew the first flight? Charles Lindbergh. I'm sure that the service was much better then. Some time ago, my daughter was flying on American out of Newark, New Jersey. There were so many delays and so many confusing instructions and so many returns to uh, the ticket counter that she finally got weary of toting around her carry-on and she checked her carry-on. When she got to her destination and she picked up her carry-on, her computer and iPhone and other things had been stolen, lifted out of it. When we contacted American, their response was, we have no responsibility. It's not just our employees touching the luggage. Really? Who else is it? Did it run around the block? They wanted nothing to do with it. It ain't us, was their response. My wife got up on our flight back from Miami recently to go to the restroom. My wife is using a cane waiting for her hip replacement surgery. The plane was in the air for 20 or 30 minutes, and as you know, the seatbelt sign is still on because the pilots are malicious and don't turn it off. In any case, she started up the aisle, she got to the lab, and the flight attendant haughtily told her, go back to your seat, in other words, make another trip with your cane, because the seatbelt sign is on. My wife dutifully turned around, she's very amiable, and with that, a man got up in first class and walked to the laboratory, passed another flight attendant, and used it, and that was that. That's the kind of inconsistency and foolishness we see on these airplanes. They'd rather you have kidney damage than violate the seatbelt sign that the pilot often forgets to turn off or just won't turn off. We asked for a wheelchair to be in Miami when we arrived. And we were told in Boston at the Admirals Club it was confirmed. We were told at the gate in Boston Logan Airport it was confirmed. And guess what? At Miami, no wheelchair. The man at the gate, the gate agent, said he had no idea why it wasn't there and he looked like he couldn't care less. The food on America these days is just about inedible. I eat before I get on there. Ironically, the food in the Admiral's Clubs are quite good. Avocado toast and salmon and prosciutto and so forth. Very nice in the Admiral's Clubs. But you must be a member. Even a first-class ticket won't get you in. You must be a member of the Admiral's Club. And they haven't extended that membership after the pandemic, boy. You need to pay up again. Just to give you an example, one of the meals they offer on the airplanes was pimento and cheese. Who eats a pimento and cheese sandwich? I want to know that, other than someone living in the forest outside of Rome. There are no blankets or pillows on American, and they removed those long before the pandemic. They removed them to save money and to save a little weight. In fact, American Airlines took the olives out of the martinis, olives out of their martinis, and figured it would save them a hundred or two hundred thousand a year doing that. They have a lot of unhappy employees, and I don't see organizations during my thirty-plus year consulting career with unhappy employees and happy customers. And so it's a fifty-fifty chance whether you're going to get people who are up and enthusiastic on American in the cabin, or down and just right grumpy. On the way down, by the way, to Miami. We saw the flight attendant after, besides takeoff and landing, exactly twice when she distributed food and then picked up the empty trays. On a three and a half hour flight, we only saw her twice. And when I went to the lavatory and saw her on the jump seat, she was playing video games on her phone. How's that, folks? There's spotty Wi Fi on American. 
It comes and it goes. You got to be lucky with it. There's no response from senior management when you write to American. You get somebody assigned to it. And they have a lot of people assigned to complaints to executives because there are so many complaints to executives. They got a big staff there. Not long ago, they canceled thousands of flights over the weekends and they blamed weather and poor staffing, except the weather was the same for all the airlines and staffing problems were quite common these days. But United and Delta and JetBlue and so forth, they didn't cancel thousands of flights. I guess the weather particularly hit American and their employees are leaving in droves. Their operation in Miami, and you pretty much have to go to Miami to get anywhere south of Mexico, their operation in Miami is built for planes and not people. There are huge distances to travel. You can't reserve an electric cart. And by the way, with my wife needing assistance, you really develop empathy for people who are permanently disabled. Elevators out of order, escalators that are hidden, hard to get a wheelchair, hard to get an electric cart. When we went back to Miami to fly home, the very nice man at the curb who checked our bags said, right inside here is a wheelchair waiting area. Well, there were no seats in it. They were all taken. And the woman told us it would be 30 to 40 minutes just to get one. That tells me it would be over an hour. By that time, guess what? We would have missed the flight. They're already canceling. American is already canceling flights this summer over the Atlantic because they're not getting Dreamland. Um, what do they call them? The um, Dreamliner flights, the 787s. They're not getting the 787 aircraft from Boeing. Boeing's got delays. Boeing's got as bigger problems than American probably. But nevertheless, don't you have backup plans? Don't you have contingencies? Can't you lease or rent airplanes? Instead, you're just going to give up some of the routes. Very poor contingent planning. There are incessant solicitations to buy their credit cards on the plane. The flight attendants have been turned into hucksters. The flight attendants have been turned into the worst kinds of salespeople. And they come over the PA system and they assault you with plans and enticements and offers to purchase, purchase, purchase. You can't be left alone from this stuff and it's indecent. I remember once, and I told you we'd go a little bit astray here. I was on a Delta flight flying out of Atlanta first class and there was a man across the aisle from me who was receiving attention most of the time from three flight attendants. And on a plane the size I was on, there's only just one flight attendant in first class. But he was getting all the attention of three of them. I called one over later and I said very low, is that an executive at Delta? And he said, that's the CEO of Delta. And I said, is it a coincidence he's on your flight? He said, no, he travels the airline to see what it's like to shop our service. And his schedule is announced. I said, well, first of all, you can't shop the service very well if everybody on the airplane knows, a company employee that is, that he's here. And secondly, if he wants to shop your service, he would, should be in the back, not sitting here in first class getting pampered. How stupid is that? Another example was Amtrak. I saw a guy at Amtrak once that people were paying great deference to, the crew, you know, and I'm in the first class car. And I finally said, where is he coming from? There's nothing behind the first class car. And who is he? They said, well, that's a private car behind first class, and he is the CEO of Amtrak. I said, when he comes back, flag him down. I want to meet him. And so I did. And he said, come with me. Chad, I'd love to hear your experiences. So we went back to his private car, he and one of his executive vice presidents sitting back there. 
And I talked about what I thought was good about the railroad and what wasn't. And he was very gracious. And he said, well, that's why I'm here. I want to experience this. And I left him in his private car with all the amenities, something out of the 1930s. Come on. This is dumbass, stupid management. Bring back Charles Lindbergh. Bring back the Wright brothers for that, <laughs> for, for that matter. American Airlines has to clean up its act before the passengers clean up American. That, my friends, is the uncomfortable truth. <laughs> 